We need Mike in here. We need we need Mike or we need Desi. This is our cry for help. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the newest comic duo, Davis, a dabbler in many disciplines with a voice that can soothe and persuade. Mike, a fanatical specialist with a mouth like a bullhorn, fueled by strong opinions and a compulsion to share them with microphones and comics in hand. They are Jacks of Trades. Hey everybody, this is Davis. And this is Greg. And this is Jacks of Trades. On Jacks of Trades, we read, review, and rate trade paperbacks and graphic novels by major and indie comic publishers. We are not experts in any way, shape, or form. We just like hanging out and talking about comics. Oh, Greg, man. Oof. This whole uh this whole no mic thing is getting uh it's getting a little <laughs> it's getting a little tiresome right now. Well, we need someone who actually does like work right like actually does the Which, shout out to mike he is like wrecking shit on twitter and instagram he's been doing mm-hmm. the vast line share 95 percent of that so if you want to interact with mike that's a great place to find him currently absolutely uh, but he should be in theory rejoining in about a month yeah about a month something like that late late december mm-hmm Whole, Until then, the prisoners continue to run the asylum. The prisoners continue to run the asylum. I never, I, you know, I know I'm still saying it wrong. I'll never get it right. But anyway, it's, you it's know okay. the adage. So first issue, we are doing a single issue, of course. We did Vader last time. Mm-hmm. We are doing Punisher, colon, Soviet. Now, see, Greg says colon, but uh, there, is not, there is not a colon on the cover. On the physical issue. And if you, if you look it up, it's like Punisher, colon, Soviet. But anyway, it is Punisher, Soviet. It's a Garth Ennis return Absolutely. to, the, to Absolutely. Punisher. It's yeah. part of their Max line. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know, super short. Uh, the Max line started in 2001 as a breakaway from the Comic Codes Authority, where Marvel decided to make their own rating system. A lot of famous runs came out of that. You had Punisher Max of the time. You also had Alias, the very famous Jessica Jones run that inspired the TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, basically it's their R-rated comics. Uh, usually has... Maybe sex. Maybe it has cursing. It's a little more uh, graphic. You'll get more violence. They drop f bombs. Yeah, the f bomb was a big one. So it's basically the rated R for comic books. Is I'm sure some people will take issue with that description, but that's probably the easiest way to describe it. If they take issue with that, they take issue with me because I think that is a perfect description of how to describe this. Oh, this thanks, is the man. this is the R rated of the comics. So tell us a bit about uh, Garth Ennis, Jason Burroughs, some of the team behind this work. Oh man, so Garth Ennis creator he's also the creator of preacher greg's favorite tv show the boys it's not my favorite tv show but he did do the boys tv show which was very well done tv show that greg thoroughly enjoys that's on amazon the boys (laughs) good qualifier all right uh he did that and he this is not his first foray into being the writer of the punisher uh he also did Punisher. He has done The Punisher. The Punisher. Punisher kills the Marvel Universe. Uh, Marvel Knights. Double shot. Number one. The Punisher slash Painkiller Jane. Punisher. Punisher Max. The Platoon. Punisher Countdown. Punisher Warzone. So needless to say, he is very familiar with this character. And he hasn't, from from what I've been reading, he has not done Punisher in several years. So a lot of people were excited to see him return to Mm -hmm. uh, pin this uh, story again. Absolutely. Especially with, you know, such a wonderful character, especially now that he is still riding high off of two of his 
creations being made into TV shows at this point. So that is uh, very true. Is Garth good. Ennis is definitely on a tear right now. Oh, he's wonderful. And so, then Jason yeah. Burroughs is the artist on this one. And well, he did a lot of stuff with uh, Alan Moore uh, with his uh, very different adaptations and different books that he's done and a lot of other fun stuff for Marvel. I can see on here did some Ultimate Spider-Man stuff. Was on uh, Transmetropolitan for an issue, which is going with Warren Ellis, one of those other fun authors that has those names that always get switched up with Garth Ennis and Warren Ellis. It's a fun, fun, fun combo. It sounds just delightful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being an asshole. So, um, unless you want to dive more into these creators, the the people behind it, Gamer Ortega, Nolan Woodard, Rob Steen, some of these people... Um, I think we can just kind of dive into the story. Which I agree. Is, uh, spoiler alert: pretty straightforward, kind of. I think. But I mean, let's uh, let's see, let's see uh, what you what you will go with. So, kick us off, Davis. Issue one: Murder ballads. Murder, murder. So, Punisher walks into a room. There's a bunch of dead people. He's standing there with a shotgun. Typical brooding Punisher. Looks like he just made work of the place. Absolutely, but those bullet holes are really small. Looks mm-hmm. like it was a trained hired hand or hired gun, went in and, well, killed everyone before he got there. Problems. And it looked pretty professional. Mm-hmm. He comments on just probably an AK, you know, just being the, the typical clinical assessor that is, like, your death consultant that is the Punisher. Mm-hmm. So then he meets up with his buddy, works for the government, and they start talking about these Russian gangs. He's talking about how, like, yeah, they, they, they were in town, and they were the ones that did everything that no one would want to do. And then they kind of took over. But then everyone else started doing the things that, you know, they didn't want to do. And now we have this horrible, horrible underground violence that's happening. It's, it's the Dark Knight thing, right? It's right. like we buy, you know, we have pistols, they get shotguns. We get shotguns, they get automatics. We get automatics, and it escalates. Right. And so it's like, yeah, these guys came in, and it's like, oh, they're the ones who would cross the line. No one would. And now everyone just crosses the line and doesn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, now, now there is no line. There is no more line. After meeting with him, Punisher does what he does best. He's got a white van and he has guns. So now he's going to go try to find some people. Well, well, the one thing to mention is that he says the scariest part is that they're all trying to go legit now. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that they're worried about is all these guys who have all this blood in their hands and all these horrific things are going. It's not exactly saying what they're doing. It's like money laundering through real estate, things like that. And basically get away with everything by just being more subtle criminals. Right. And so I don't think he means they're legitimately going to be, they are never going to commit crime anymore. It's just not as a mm-hmm. violent drug street level stuff. Right. Now it's going to be like stock. It's like daredevil. Things. All the people were coordinating to buy mm-hmm. up hell's kitchen. You know, it was a lot more like, there were some people still running drugs and stuff, but the whole thing was meant to be masked very well. So this guy's like, hey, can you like take care of this? Because we really don't want this to become a thing. Exactly. So then the Punisher goes and on a stakeout again, white van, mm-hmm. guns, car chase ensues. Uh, we then have an ad for Doctor Strange, number one, Surgeon Supreme. Looks interesting. Looks weird. <laughs> looks Looks fun. So... While the Punisher's in there, he goes and he puts plastic explosives inside of his vehicle and escapes, blows things up at the end of the car chase. And, well, now it's time to now it's time to find people that can talk. And all throughout, he's got like this internal monologue about, oh, you know, they're, they've got a they're in suburban area trying to keep it quiet and they're in civilian areas. And I trick their lead cars It's basically walking through his, quote unquote, surgical strike methods that right. he usually does. And basically tricks a bunch of these Russian mob guys led by this Pachenko dude to chase him down to the said plastic explosives that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. That you mentioned. 
and basically wipes out this whole building, killing a bunch of bad Russian dudes. So then he finds one guy that's still alive. Then he... And he takes great care of him and gives him medical aid and they become best friends. They actually talk about his family for a little bit. It's nice. (laughs) That's actually very true. Just kidding. He drags him out to the woods, unlocks his phone, and then shows him a picture of his family, calls them up, and then proceeds to interrogate him to figure out exactly what's going on with all of this and how he's how they're trying to retire. Who who's who's pulling these puppet springs? Puppet puppet strings. These puppet springs. Puppet 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 springs. Going on further and saying, this guy's not that smart. Who gave him the idea to go legit? Come on, what's going on here? What's going on? Realizing the person he's grabbed is, you know, as much as he's able to manipulate him into telling him stuff, he's not giving him all the information, and he's just, he's a nobody. He's a hes a yep. too low on the totem pole to give him real answers as to what these guys are up to. Yep. So then we assume that he kills him. Yeah, because, uh, he's, yeah, what's the, what's the line he says? He's... You know my rep. Speaking of which, hard cut to the next scene. Yeah. Right? Just the classic, just mm-hmm. little one-liners and all that stuff with the Punisher being the cold-blooded psychopath that he is. I mean, <laughs> yeah, let's go. I was going to say driven vigilante, but yeah, psychopath's an appropriate thing. So, finally, last scene of the book, we are outside of Grand Odessa. Great name for a club. That would be a, you know, a Russian mob hangout. Interesting, funny. There's an active shooter at the club, but guess what? It's not the Punisher. He actually walks into there with the, you know, rifle on his back and everything, ready to kind of, you know, start some ish. Then he opens the door, and well, who's there, Greg? It looks okay, so this is where I got slightly confused. I'm getting it's obviously the guy Mm -hmm. who clinically in the beginning so to kind of recap because i know we kind of glossed over stuff the problem is that this book is kind of hard to relay the story i mean in the most simplest terms hey stop these bad super bad guys from going like they want to go legit and we'll never be able to catch them because it'll mm-hmm. be impossible to find through their webs of corporations and and all their money laundering so mm-hmm. we, we got to get them now um the first place he goes to initially before that whole thing is like someone killed everybody already goes to the next place and trick gets these guys who are running secret shipments with the Russian mob to chase him down. Yes. He's just following lead after lead, trying to figure out who these people are, but it's not who, why he's picking off certain people is not very clear. Right. So at the end here, my guess is one, this is the guy who killed everybody in the beginning. I think that's pretty clear. This is the guy who's a clearly good killer. And he's like, yeah, this guy's killing bad guys, but it ain't me. Right. Right. It might be Pachenko. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think in the photo it kind of looks like Pachenko. I think Pachenko is a little older. That That's why, like, when I first saw it, I had to go back and double check. I'm like, wait, is this Pachenko? So that'll kind of get into my review a little more. I know this feels a little scattered, but again, it's like the story is incredibly straightforward. And at the same time, it's like we're missing a lot of context, I think. Right. I don't right. know. I, I for, be, for being an issue one, I, I get issue ones are supposed to be very, like, Chump you in, wet your appetite. Right. You know. But I just, I, I left this book more confused yeah. than I was in the beginning of it. Yeah, because again, it's like, we don't know why he's dealing with the first group of people. Right. Right. I, I'm guessing it's just Punisher just on the beat. That's my guess. Then the CIA guy or whoever represents the government, we don't know what branch of the government, unless right. I'm mistaken here. I don't think it says who he's with. Maybe if you read Punisher, you would know who this guy is. But I feel like I've read a few Punisher Maxes and his like handlers or people he meets with tends to change a lot. Right. Um, and so I was a little confused, like I was supposed to know this guy. Also, it's an issue one. 
you got to give me a little more, even if it's like a little thought bubble of the Punisher going like, oh, that's agent so-and-so, you know, he doesn't like my methods, but he always bangs on the door when, you know, Uncle Sam needs me to take care of a problem. You know, that doesn't right. even really clarify their relationship. Right. It's it's just like random government guy. Yeah. We just know it's a government dude. Tells and, him to go take out these people. Mm-hmm. Triggers a trap by these guys. But it's saying like, oh, I trigger their trap. But what, what, what trap? Like these guys have a trap. They've got some sort of convoy going. I don't know what these convoys are. Uh, all I know is that's Russian mob and he's making them mad and trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. So it's not that it's completely impossible to understand. I don't want to be hyperbolic about it. Right. But it's, like it's very, the contest and significance of people and mm-hmm. events is not very clear to me. Um, it's Punisher doing Punisher things and they're trying to tell me this stuff's all really important, but they're not telling me why any of it is important. Right. And I need something. Get, you got to give me something other than Pachinko runs this Russian mob. Right. And there's a dude who imitates the Punisher. It, it kind of, it's strangely familiar and rote while also not being clear. Yes. Yes. This definitely, it is kind of possibly going into Punisher's MO of just, Okay, well, who needs who needs to die? Yeah, who's that's, the what's bad? What I do? Who's the bad guy this time? And just going on from there. Yeah, I hope we're not being too confusing. I know I keep apologizing, but it's like it really was. Like I read it two or three times, and I yes. went, uh, maybe I'm just not used to this style of writing. Um, maybe I should be a little more familiar with Punisher going into it. But my experience has been, even when I've read things like Vision, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff I can tell I don't know. But not knowing it isn't, it would only enhance my experience of the story. It doesn't like lead me having really big holes. Right. And just generally confused and Mm -hmm. everything. And speaking of confused, style choice. You're talking about uh, like artistic? Yes. Yeah. The, 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 The giant black bags underneath Punisher's eyes the entire time. Yeah, it It definitely. It's, 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 I'm trying to think of the word. It's, it's gratuitous very gratuitous like there's a few kind of nice looking scenes like the scenes after he blows up the bomb like all the stuff with the fire and the smoke mm-hmm. it's all very detailed but yeah I, I wasn't this artwork wasn't really grabbing me some of the frames i tried to get creative but it was still i don't know it felt a little uh paint by numbers it felt yep. a little um it, the, the whole thing felt like again it's Punisher's out doing a bad guy. Oh, but who's the real bad guy? And Ooh. and I felt like I've seen this story. It's it's like another mob story. I mean, and maybe it's because I watched too many of the Netflix TV shows, but I feel like this would just be exactly the same story I saw with Daredevil, Luke Cage, any of that stuff, right? Punisher? Yeah, Punisher. I mean, like... Exactly. So, I don't know. And maybe that's what people want. Return to form. Maybe they just want, like, a fun punisher is a psychopath story well that's fine i'm not getting any of this like it's called punisher soviet it's got this whole like russian sickle and hammer maybe it's going to develop more but i i just um i wasn't i wasn't vibing hard on it uh i agree greg i also was not quote vibing hard on it yeah i know Um, what a lame term me to use but oh no i love i i uh (laughs) i love it i harass you because i love you but so the back of the eyes, thought, of it, yeah, it does like some of it looks like it looks like eyeshadow in right, some scenes. It really does. Right. Speaking of the fact that it is called Punisher Soviet, I mean, when did the Soviet Union dissolve? Like uh, 89, 90. Yeah, exactly. I mean, wall falls, Soviet Union dissolves, so like early 90s. But, exactly. Yeah. So it's now been 20 years. 30 years. Thir- 
shut up, Greg. It's been th- 30 years, going on 31. Going on 30, technically. 29, 30 years. Whatever. It's, it's how old I am. Anyway, not the point. I should know the exact date. I'm a little uh, disappointed in myself. I'm pulling it up. All right, so 91. We are 18, 28 years out from the fall of the Soviet Union. Exactly. 28 years out from the fall of the Soviet Union. Minus the fact that it happens to involve Russian people. Why is this called Punisher Soviet? I'm guessing we'll get something. My thing is that um, mm-hmm. a lot of it's that Russian mafia is often uh, related to some sort of organization that was around during the Soviet Union. Right. But um, yeah, that's definitely not in any way explained yet. I guess Pachenko is going to be like, oh, he's ex-KGB or some craziness. You know, it's always whenever it's some sort of American thriller. Right. Like, but as you were just saying, it's, tr- it's, it's trying to like build something as a Cold War thing, but it's in 2019. It doesn't make much sense. It's kind of like calling, like, instead of calling vision, vision, you just call vision dog robot. Like, it would be vision colon dog robot. I'm not following, but I'm going to assume someone does. No, because... But, but I you're saying, though, it's like, maybe it's it'll like, be why answered. Are you, why are you mentioning Soviet? Yeah. And then right off the bat, just, like, not at least inkling to it saying anything to yeah, it doing anything like that. and again and it's, it's issue of, one and mm-hmm. they might answer these questions later but i think it's a valid question i've after reading issue one i don't feel like i've been set up for much all i know is mm-hmm. the only mystery they presented was there's some rogue killer out there killing it's like daredevil in, in the season two or three or whatever three right where yeah, he's season three, when you they got bullseye, bullseye and yeah. it's like oh who's doing this right yeah it's 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 you know oh there's a copycat of he thinks it's kind of a copycat of the punisher but punisher always everyone's right. a copycat of the punisher sure. except for the punisher sure like he just is he's just like well and okay. they answer the guy at the end whoever this dude's gonna turn out to be right um and he's on the cover too and the other thing is like i'm guessing this guy might just be some like vigilante like he doesn't you know he looks like he just just took out some russian mob dudes although i don't know i don't see any guns or anything these just might just be some random people and he's just a little crazy person we'll find out issue two i guess yeah at a at a well i mean leads me to the next point greg we'd be getting issue two well what's your rating because i think i can answer that in my rating so my rating on this one if we're rating it as per give it like a like five maybe a four not really, not really vibing on it. Not feeling it. Not vibing on it. Not vibing on it. Not yeah. feeling it. I mean, yeah, I gave it a six. Uh, it's like it's not that's bad. Yeah. It's just again, it's like it's Punisher, and like, and here's the thing: they might very well be setting us up for that. But as issue one, I've never read the Punisher. This is a. Like, if you haven't read a lot of comics, you're like, oh, shit, there's action. You got the car smashing. You got mm-hmm. guns firing. Like, mm-hmm. it's got some cool little moments in it. You get some Punisher. You yeah, get you, some of that gore and some exactly. of the intensity. You it's, get Punisher. Yeah, you definitely get Punisher. It accomplishes that goal. Mm-hmm. But I definitely don't walk away from issue one being like, hell yeah, get sign me up for issue two, baby. Because, right. like, the only remote mystery I was interested in, they kind of partially answered. this, And I'm like, well... Unless this dude's really friggin' fascinating, I really don't care. Exactly. I, I, I'm not like that exactly. excited about it. But it's not a bad comic. It's just mm-hmm. the I, I don't. They haven't got me to buy in yet. I'm not. I'm not buying in. Yep. And so I I uh, I need a little more out of it. It's it's visually fine. Everything's fine. But exactly. like you said, it's lacks fine. context. It lacks. Fine. Yeah, it lacks stakes. It lacks context. Mm-hmm. You know, I just finished reading. I forgot what the name of it was. Um, it was a Punisher. I read it probably about two or three months ago, um, maybe a little longer. But it's the one where it ends with him. Uh, it, it, he actually ends up going to Russia, and there's a girl who's carrying a virus. Um, yeah, it was the Punisher. 
and this was actually Ennis as well. Nice. Um, but the I, I just think that a lot of what Punisher is is it's usually like, I'm on the beat, I'm doing something, but there's more to it. Or like, right. oh, the government asks me, the U.S. government wants me to go solve this problem, but oh, wait, they didn't give me all the details. Yes. And now I've got to make my own ethical decision as someone who tries to not be like mixed up and stuff right he's usually right. like i kill bad guy it's easy I i'm know. here to punish yeah i'm not here to have moral quantity now it's like oh well they lied to me about this and now i've got to make an ethical decision and mm -hmm. i know they're wrong but like mm -hmm. i really didn't want to be in this position in the first place yeah and so like at least it makes it interesting because frank castle it's it's a man with a code right yes. it's just as much as it's buried he does have a code and so part of the fun is seeing his code stretched and again later issues you might see it but as issue of right one now, as of now, I'm not I'm not excited no. at all. So I, five six, you know, you know, I you know what, Greg, I believe what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> you're picking up what I'm putting I'm picking down. Picking up what you're putting down, absolutely. I don't know what you've read, Punisher, and like Punisher, we can get all into the the dynamics of like Punisher. In some ways, it's kind of like some runs of Venom. Punisher can be a pretty like lame and some ways um, monolithic character. It's violent army bro killing people and like it yeah. gives like people this this hero complex satisfaction mm -hmm. so but like i still had like the punisher in a lot of ways is not someone who should appeal to me right but i've enjoyed the majority of what i've read including some of the endless comics punisher can be very interesting and if nothing else sometimes you just want some popcorn or some cotton candy you yep. want to watch like a, a violent exactly. film or, or, or an alien right well actually alien's got a lot under the hood but alien versus predator let's yeah. go with that there we go right mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. you know it doesn't always need to be deep like and Freddy thoughtful Jason. Like, but again know. i just I need more answers and maybe it maybe by the end of the first trade it pays off so strong that I just or and then going back and issue one you're like oh shit it's littered with so many hints like yeah. it might be a longer payoff but this does not encourage me so are you gonna pick up issue two no didn't think so I no. just had to ask I just had to make sure I wasn't sure if we answered that question I want to make sure we we're formally formally acknowledge that yes or no I I and again it sucks because like Mike suggested this to me the other day, and I was like, oh, nice. Like, I love a good Russian story. I've been reading Well, them. Mike suggested this to you? Yeah, he sent it to me. He goes, and he even said, Bad now Mike. Mike hadn't read it. He just said, this just came out. Oh, yes. Well, I know. I know. It... And he knows I've been reading Punisher, and yes. I love everything. He basically, anything remotely Russia, he sends me. Well, so... well, first, well first of all, yes, I understand that. I completely yeah. get that. Uh... Yeah, but we, um, I will say, uh, quick honorable mention, I have been reading as another book. I started Strange Skies over East Berlin. Um, which is about Iron Curtain, an American agent has been planted in the Stasi in East Germany, and a UFO has landed in the Soviet Union, and there's just no information coming out. So the U.S. government's basically going to him, shaking him, being like, you need to find out what is going on. Like, what happened? And so I started, I read issue one the other day, looks really fun. Uh, maybe we should have done that. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but hey, I'm glad we did this because like it's easy for the the big titles to always get like a strong, you know, even when they're like mediocre. You're like, oh, it's like seven right. to eight. I want to see. Yeah. And like, you know, I didn't want to be super down on it. I wanted it to be more positive. And I'm like, yeah, just uh, this wasn't a. I don't know. I think y'all could if we're gonna buy borrow pass. I think you could just pass unless you're a big Punisher fan and unless this thing pans out really great. I don't right. see any reason to go issue by issue yet. Maybe, yep, same here. Maybe out of curiosity, I'll pick up issue two and see if they fix it. I'll but, ask Richard what his opinion yeah, is. On it. Yeah, yeah. So I would ask that's, someone. That's pretty much it. I would ask someone who likes Punisher. I feel like mm -hmm. I feel like people can be honest about it. Absolutely. So it's funny that you read something about you know Russia, and I just picked a book called uh, Safe Sex. Nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh boy, man, it's an interesting thing. It's uh, 
Very interesting. At some point, the overly religious conservatives take over America and they call themselves the party to where every time that you engage in, like, they pretty much use the guise of moral purity for everyone upon any end of the, any end of the spectrum in order to keep men's sexualities in check. Uh, there's a point to where there's a bureau and every time you engage in consensual sex with someone, you have to fill out a form and mail it to the government to get your purity rating back up. Yeah, it's crazy bananas. Crazy bananas. It's got kind of a Handmaid's Tale vibe. Well, Handmaid's Tale... I guess it's not like the subservient class going on. It's not a subservient class type of thing going on. It's It's more of a... The the whole thing was like, oh yes, the problem with feminism is that it did this thing to like excuse men. So now in our new system... Men know the every one of their actions has a consequence with this one. So it's kind of like flipping the script a little bit interestingly. But without being kind of like... Because whenever you get that flip the script, you always run to that danger of like, aren't men really the ones persecuted? Yeah. It's actually... it's, But it's not. It's more of a like no, it, interesting it, portrayal and nuance of... Right. Society. Okay, cool. Yep. Cool, cool. Yep, yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a that can be a dance sometimes. <laughs> oh, it absolutely can be a dance. It is definitely a uh like 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 the two dudes that showed up to the Dallas Straight Pride Parade. Oh my god, that was that, so funny. See, and that's what I was trying to say. Like we're like it's just two dudes in a room right now talking about comic books. Like we're we're like three shades away from those guys. If there wasn't like a third person in here, because then the, the numbers wise at least Fifty right? Shades of Trades. Ah, oh, fifty shades of trades. Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> That could be our April Fool's episode. Find some sort of smutty comic. Oh, 50 <laughs> Trades of Grey. Oh, that would oh, be so great. We just sit there just... No, we can read on Natural if that's the case. I don't I don't want to know. The weird, it's the weird sexy pig lady comic that is from some dude from Italy. I don't know. It's weird, man. It's weird. Thank you all for listening to Jackson Trades. Yes, thanks Trades, everybody, everybody for listening to Jackson Trades. Sorry, we got a little off the rails here. Uh, we we love everyone here. Uh, we love Mike as well. Uh, again, we're just having some fun right now, kind of experimenting with the form that we're doing. And well, we haven't just read a single issue of a comic in quite some time. Yeah, I mean, just, besides the Valkyrie guest episode, we we're just like, let's just we we're just like, let's just do a single issue. Let's just pick one. And yep. Dave goes, Punisher Soviet. I'm like, perfect. Mike told me about three hours ago. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, see, I had no idea. I just saw. Punisher Soviet. I'm like, that sounds that sounds pretty Greg. Let's, sounds let's, promising. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. The other one that I picked up was the the Morbius, the living vampire, but I haven't even nah, I went to a wedding last night. I didn't have a chance to crack that one open either. That's mm-mm. So, um, if you like the show, please like and review us on iTunes, Spotify, whatever platform you use. Uh, we yes. would always love a good review. We always read them and take them to heart. Davis, would you like to tell them where they can find us? Yes, we are on jacksoftradespodcast.com. Jacksoftradespodcast at gmail.com is our email address for you to send us electronic mail messages. Uh, electronic letters, technically. Indeed. Would be the, indeed. Correspondence. Uh, www.facebook.com slash jacksoftradespod. Twitter, jacksoftradespod. And Instagram, jacksoftradespod. Uh, really easy to find us. Again, Mike is our social media intern right now, and he's doing a great <laughs> job at it. So let him know how you're feeling. Let him know how you're doing. Uh, let him know how he's doing as well, because, well, that's what he does. That, Indeed. That, it makes him feel good. And again, as Greg said, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. And as soon as we can find a way to print vinyl, we are going to start putting some episodes on very limited one or two discs 
vinyl. I was thinking old wax cylinders. Oh man, that'd be cl- that'd be classy. That'd be real. Until classy. we drop it and break it, and be really sad. I saw that fi- that video is perfect. It it's, hurts. Uh, there's a viral video, everyone from. 30, 40 years ago. Just, <laughs> just, just check it out. It's, it's a one-of-a-kind wax cylinder, and his hands are just shaking, and he drops it and cracks it. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> it was so sad. It's like a 90-year-old freaking cylinder. So oh. bad. Thank you once again, everybody. Uh, My name's Davis. I'm Greg. And this has been Jax of Trades.